Ermagard Fortner was the secretary of the commandant of the Stutthof concentration camp near Gdansk, which was the first camp built by the Nazis outside the Third Reich. Approximately 110,000 people were deported there. About 65,000 of them were murdered in Stutthof. The camp was initially a camp for Poles, Polish intelligentsia, Polish clergy, Polish resistance, etc. And only in 1943, in the spring of 43, did the Nazis start sending Jews, mostly from the ghettos of Lithuania and Latvia, uh, to Stutthof, and where quite a few of them were gassed because in the spring of 43, the Nazis also built a gas chamber there. And um, the evacuations from those ghettos in the Baltic countries, the women were sent to Stutthof. The men were sent ultimately to, to Dachau. So in other words, the number of Jewish women killed in this camp is, is huge. Um, Furchner herself tried to avoid the trial she actually wrote a letter to the court saying she didn't want to be made a mockery before all of humanity three weeks before the court, the trial was supposed to begin. She ran away on the day of the trial, and she was caught by the police in a mall in Hamburg, and she was put in jail for a few days. So at least she sat in jail for a few days. But for 14 months, she said nothing. And then a week ago, she claimed that she was sorry about everything, but at the same time said that she didn't know about the crimes that stood off. So obviously, I mean, what she what, what she's sorry about. So we're very relieved that she was convicted because her defense attorney actually asked for an acquittal, which would have been a disaster. What next then, as far as she's concerned? That's it? That's it, basically. And this is the second time that someone who served in Stutthof, the first person was a, a watchtower guard named Bruno Day. Both of them were tried in juvenile courts, and both of them received suspended sentences. So, I mean, on a certain level, this is absurd, because I, I said to myself, well, let's find a concentration camp and put him in a watchtower and put her in the secretary's uh, desk at the, of, the, of, the, of the concentration camp, because... That's what happens when you have a suspended sentence. The only way that the sentence will be implemented is if you do the same thing all over again, which, of course, will never happen. Now, she is 97 years old. Uh, there are a number of cases involving Nazi-era war crimes still under investigation, but it could be that this is the last trial ever to take place in Germany. Do you believe no, that would no, be the no. case? No, I don't believe it. We're working right now on a case, and I would use this interview to ask for anyone who's, who knows survivors from the Ravensbrück camp, either from the men's camp or the women's camp. There were two camps in Ravensbrück, uh, to contact us at uh, the Wiesenthal Center. Uh, especially if they're willing to testify as to the conditions in the camp. They don't have to recognize the defendant. The defendant is a male who lives in Germany, uh, and uh, all they have to do is be willing to describe the horrible conditions and the horrors of the camp. So as far as you're concerned, the struggle for justice continues? 
Yes, and by the way, besides that, that this case of, of the man who served as a guard in Ravensbrück, there are additional cases uh, still under investigation by the German authorities. So, you know, let me tell you an interesting story. When, uh, when uh, I think it was Schwamberger was put on trial in Germany, in, East, in Germany, in the first trial in unified Germany, someone wrote a book called The Last Nazi. That was more than how many years ago? Almost 40 years ago. And in the meantime, there have been legal proceedings against more than 100 Nazi war criminals. So I wouldn't run to say this is the last case in any under any circumstances.